Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Ian Tornay, producer at Phoenix Labs, where we're making Dauntless. And if you want the latest, best information on the next free-to-play game that you should be playing, then you need to be listening to Budget Arcade. gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 38. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game each week and then we review it. Um, Actually, this week though, we had a paid game that was given to us by an indie developer to try it out. Um, Elliot, what was this week's game? It was Unbroken Soul. Uh, It came out on June 30th of 2019 by Chorus Games, and it is rated E for everyone, 10+. That's not everyone then, is it? Well, I'm just saying what it said, Jeffrey. Yeah. Nine-year-olds are people, too. Uh, I don't think people are people until, like, 26, to be honest. I listen to your podcast. You know you're a horrible person? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. I think that's part of my charm. Yeah. Gameplay. This game is a Metroidvania style platformer. Um, well, Side scrolling. Uh, um, what? Okay, Metroidvania? Sure. No. Uh, I, I, you don't think so? No. No, not really. You, there's what, not what the backtracking so? and like. So what I consider a Metroidvania would be. If you, oh, I can't get up there because I need to learn to double jump. And so you play the game a bunch and you learn how to double jump. Then you double back to get up to that place where you can double jump. You know what I mean? That's a Metroidvania. Yeah. This I, this is more of a Mario well, or Sonic. Yeah. This would just be more okay. like a Ninja so just Gaiden a regular type platformer. Platformer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, I mean, you can go back to the previous levels. Oh, Lord. To try to grind out gold and I stuff. I mean, sure. That's not but, the same, and, though. So what I mean is, and okay. you also upgrade your stuff as well. Is That's the other thing. Like, right. Well, you don't really. Yeah, okay. Here's yeah. the thing. The, the, the problem with that is, is if there were sections in the earlier part of the game that you couldn't get to after you acquired a skill later on in the game, I might be able to go there with you. But uh, I, Metroidvania would not be the genre i would apply to it personally i mean the only reason why you're backtracking is to farm gold right yeah fair enough all right so gameplay 
of this, as he said, uh, is a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, it, we did play on mobile phones, but I'm not sure about Scott, but Ellie and I were able to sync our PlayStation 4 and Xbox controllers, respectively, and play with physical controls. Uh, this is a game that does... I was not. Oh, you were not able to? No, I could not get my Xbox controller to sync up with my phone for some reason. I and think... no matter which Xbox controller I used. Okay, so you did have one with the 3.5 millimeter jack? Correct. I have okay. uh, two of those and one without. And so, like, the original Xbox controllers don't have Bluetooth on them, uh, but the more recent ones do, and I believe as long as you have the headphone jack, you should be able to, uh, but... Anyway, clearly you weren't able to, um, and I found it really helpful to have physical controls because this, I, I'm definitely not great at virtual controls on phone and you really need Next that precise. to unplayable with touch controls, in my opinion. Well, Scott got further I than I did, so... I mean, that would be the argument. How did you feel about controlling with the screen, Scott? Um, it wasn't too terribly bad, um... It is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I would have preferred if it had like a virtual joystick instead of a virtual D-pad. You can switch it. Yeah. Oh, you can. I did yes. not notice that. Was that under the options? Yes. Yeah. You can also move the buttons where you like. So if you wanted your jump and your attack to be further apart, uh, you could really customize okay. the controls. So really, the only limitation is the fact that it is a touch screen. But the developer put a lot in there to be able to try to get around that as much as possible as, as well as including controller support. And since I didn't know I could use my controller on my phone. So I went around and kind of played with other games on my phone to see which one supported controller. And even the NBA live game I wrote about on the website does not support the controller, but this one did. So uh, he was thoughtful enough to put that in there. That's nice. Yeah. So with just touchscreen, I wasn't able to use the controller. I uh, probably 10 minutes before we started recording, I got to the final boss. Okay. So I have not beat him yet, but I imagine I'll be able to beat him by the you know next couple of days for sure. Now, Elliot beat the boss, so you can go to his YouTube page, uh, which I think maybe Scott could link in the description. And yeah, I think see... it's just... Yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot argues, I think, is just what it is. And you can see the final boss on this game is insane. Like, I didn't get there, but I was watching Elliot do it, and I actually gave up when I saw how tough it was. I mean, Elliot finished intense. it, but I was like, nope, that's not for me. I I played this game in in four sittings. Um, I did all of the worlds in the first three sittings, and the last sitting took me about as much time as like a regular sitting through like three worlds to get to the final boss, to beat the final boss. He was very hard to me. So yeah. I mean, the last two levels were pretty ridiculous to transverse in themselves. Yes. Yeah, they were kind of insane. It definitely got harder in some places, but also like easier in others too. Like once you understood the moves, it wasn't my my problem with the game, with the gameplay was sometimes you'd have to die to see where you needed to go, which I I hate that. Yeah. But at least there wasn't at least I didn't notice there was not a um oh, what's the word I want to use? Um Whenever, if you die, there wasn't anything. You know, no, there's no penalty. Gold away. Yeah, yeah, penalty. That's the word. There's I no use. penalty you, for yeah. dying, which is so, nice, but yeah, least, it has to be for a game like not this. That I saw. Yeah, this is definitely going to be in that sort of Meat Boy style where try, 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 try. And the penalty for dying a Meat Boy was almost nil, but 
you just had to practice and grind at a level to get there. Uh, we should just talk briefly about the controls. Um, you obviously have a D-pad or joystick and a jump button and an attack button. Uh, you also, if you're playing with touch controls, have a toggle button that switches between your bow and arrow and your sword. Uh, if you use a physical controller, you didn't need to use that toggle. You could just use one of the other buttons, uh, which is one of those things that really improved the quality of the game when you could do that. Uh, you could also charge your attack to do a dash move. Now, I didn't get only, as far as... Only after you got the skill, though. Right. right. You got the skill. I didn't get as far, so there might have been more skills after that. Yeah, every time you ended a zone, you got some type of skill. Mm. Except what for other, the final so, boss. Um, there was a charge for the sword. There's a charge for a fire arrow. Um, you also get uh, three, three arrows. arrow shot. Mm-hmm. A uh, magnet, which uh, brings any gold towards you or any jewels towards you. The rope um, swing. The rope swing. And there was also a uh, decreased uh, charge time on your special attacks as well. Yeah. And I think that was about all of them. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't like, though, was there wasn't a skill set anywhere where it told you what skills you had and what actually they did. Um, and I actually told the developer about that, and he said that he's going to put that in a future update. Yeah, there, you can see how much damage you do or how much armor you have, though. So you do you do have that. So when you level that up, it does show you um, what those numbers yes. are at, and that, which is kind of nice. Yeah, and on that sheet, I was expecting there to be like a skill set and yeah. what each skill does, but it was missing completely. Yeah, and yeah. He, he said that he was going to add that in a later version. That, and I think he was actually thanked me for adding a four-player mode, too, if I'm not mistaken. I read that somewhere. I don't know how true that is. So. Yeah. yeah, well, and we also I also spoke to him, and he's trying to get it onto consoles as well, but he wants to finish polishing up the game on mobile first, mm-hmm. and then he's going to try and port it over to consoles. So you can expect to see this on consoles eventually, probably on the Switch and you know Xbox, probably PlayStation 4. And I think having a more a system where you have standard controls, because even when playing with a phone with a controller, it's still awkward because I had my phone propped up and then I had my controller. So um, having it on the Switch would make a lot more sense for this game for me. I I played on an iPad this week and had it uh, propped up on like a a thing built to hold my iPad. So it really felt like a normal game to me in that sense. So that wasn't a struggle I had um, while playing at all, but it's just because of the stuff I had ahead of time, you know, to help Mm -hmm. make that easier for me. So I think on the switch, it would be a lot more enjoyable of an experience overall. I I have a Kindle fire 10 that I might've been able to do that with, and it could have given me a better experience. Um, It's just not as good as my phone is. Yeah. Well, we haven't mentioned the the actual worlds themselves. There's, what, nine worlds that you're um, traversing, um, four zones in each world, and then a boss fight at the end of each of those zones um, as well. So, and each of the worlds are kind of, kind of uniquely different in a sense, but also not at the same time, you know. I mean, as, as unique as you can kind of make them, you know, there's the ice world and the the dirt world and the fire world and, like, the undead world, you know. It's basically, you're yeah, kind of, believe- like fighting elements yeah and each boss was corresponded to whatever world you were in correct right um let's i mean so this is a single developer this is one person developing all this entire game and it's a pretty good game it's 
it reminds me in like the look and feel of how of uh, it lurks below just because it's got the uh the pixel art and everything and then all the music is done by this the one guy and actually the music was really pretty good for this game how did you guys feel about it um i didn't have an opinion one way or the other so it wasn't offensive in any way um but i don't remember <laughs> having like oh this is let me turn this up in my headphones you know so uh i, I think yeah. it got the job done but i didn't um as someone with no musical skill i take this with a grain of salt but you know it didn't do some anything for me one way or the other so yeah i wasn't moved by the music either i was absolutely not moved by the dialogue as well i i found the story to be (laughs) super basic um and kind of annoying because you would have like dialogue in between boss fights it would just pause and you have this run of dialogue before you continue the fight and i really bothered me actually it took me out it was very frustrating at times yes that was a little bit frustrating i have to agree with that with you on that elliot and Um, i I will third that but i'll also add to it and say that every time you played a boss and you have to replay bosses they usually have this, this dialogue in between phases and if it happened just the first time it'd yeah. be okay but every time you fight the boss it the dialogue pops up and you have to i get it again. you're my dad oh no spoilers i don't care for what who's his dad who knows am i even talking about the spark or that random rock dude or who knows well okay could be anybody could be his dad it's the rock guy spoiler alert <laughs> like the actor yeah yeah, yeah, but that's basically about, I mean, about it for gameplay, right? It, it's not you're just kind of traversing these levels. Yeah, I'll say that a lot of the bosses were, and I didn't get again as far as you guys did. Like you played all the bosses, the ones I did play, I thought were well designed. Like I felt when I died, I was like, okay, I've learned something new. Let me jump back in, and I never got discouraged. Now watching the final boss fight that Elliot did, I'd probably have gotten discouraged there, but. Generally, I just felt like this boss can be defeated without taking any damage. Let me figure out how to get there. So I think the game is fair in its difficulty, but it is still difficult. It still took a lot of attempts for me to beat the bosses. I really felt that the difficulty was not linear. Like boss number two for me was like the hardest boss. But like the last three bosses, with the exception of the final boss, I like one shot. I had zero problems with so... I, I don't know. Some of the bosses were a lot harder than others to me. How upgraded was your your gear for you to be able to one-shot them? I, no, I didn't really upgrade until, like, the last zone, really. Because I was like, oh, I should do that. So, like, I didn't use any potions until the last boss when I, like, was like, oh, 20% does a lot. I should use a potion. Oh, see, I never bought the potion. I, I didn't either until the last the, boss. Because the, la- the potions are 20 per- as a 20% upgrade. Until you die. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, but, maybe I'll try that for the next, the last boss after I learn. So, and the last boss was just a replay of all the other bosses. Yeah, but all Spoiler the gimmicks alert. are really gone. Like, some of the bosses, you can't touch the edge. But, like, in the last boss, you can touch the edge. You can climb on the wall. So, some of those bosses that were, like, posed a little bit of a threat were super easy because, like, the mechanic that made them harder, like, having spikes on the side of the wall, were gone. Like the Minotaur. Yeah, yeah, like that fight is so, if you watch the video, it's, 
if you get hit on that fight, you've you have screwed up hard because it's so easy to avoid. Um, so what I was saying about the music though is each level has its own unique music. Um, it does start over in each section of the level, and obviously when you die. But if you you know just sit there and listen to the music, it's actually pretty decent and runs a quite quite a bit of length before like loops back into itself. Paywall. So there isn't. I mean, there is a paywall, but it's not. This is the first game we've done that's not free to play. Um, the price is three dollars, right? Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Yep. Yeah, and so you mentioned it coming to the Switch, and I have no idea what it's going to be priced at on the Switch. And you know, you posted a meme, Scott, I think, on Budget Arcade, or retweeted something where you know someone's willing to pay sixty dollars for a game on. Uh, you know, an Xbox, but as soon as anything costs any kind of money on the phone, you know, people get upset. So $3 yeah. for a game really yeah. is like nothing. But when it's on a phone, that's like three times the price of any other premium game, you know, with exceptions. Uh, that being said, if if I had this game on the Switch for $3, it, you know what I mean? That would be like, ooh, what a deal. Yeah, like no, there's, I, yeah, there's no reason agree. not to do it at that point, but as soon as it's on the phone, it's like three dollars. Mm, I don't know. I mean, this game has hours of gameplay in it. Yeah, it's for not the price. A... It's it's yeah. decent. Like it's not bad for three dollars in that. You mm-hmm. know, however long it takes you to beat the game. Yeah, I and and if you can sync your controller to it, and if you have a larger screen like an iPad or a a tablet, an Android tablet, uh, that could be something where, hey, this is your, because it kind of, as soon as I could hook my control up, I was like, oh, this opens up a whole new world of games for me. It really does. The mobile devices are just a home to a virtually limitless amount of games and being able to actually use a controller on them now, I'm like, oh, you know, I might actually try some of these platformers or whatever you know i've been playing uh arena valor on my phone i'm like hmm, i wonder if i can use a controller for that i, I need to try that so it that is kind of cool and have uh, i heard that uh call of duty mobile you can use a controller on so you oh, might want to check that, that out jeff yeah no thanks <laughs> i like that game for what it is and it's incredible that it's on the phone but i just i'm if i'm gonna play a first person shooter it's not gonna be on phone yeah, there's really not much else to talk about as far as paying for it. Yeah, you so, have the yeah, game. It's, it's a $3 interest fee. We can say yeah. that there, <laughs> as far as I know, there's no microtransactions or DLC. You you, you pay yep. your 3 bucks and you're done, yep. uh, which is how it should be. If if you have an upfront, upfront cost, 2K games, you, you should not have to pay for anything else, 2K games. <laughs> Yeah, not to call well, anybody I think out. With 2K mobile, games. Yeah, I think with mobile though, even if there's any updates, it's free updates because I don't think there's a way to actually pay for charge for, like, say, an expansion on a mobile game. Oh yeah, there is. Like, I, I think you, you would can, do it yeah. within the game though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, actually, yeah, you're right because like Hearthstone, the way they do it is they release a part of an expansion and you can only access that gameplay yeah. by paying for it within the game. Right. Right. There right. are ways. Yes. I okay. just, yeah. You... That is one thing about the free to play 
realm though at least like you get these updates like chess rush had an update a month ago and it you didn't have to pay for it you just had it but yep all right so elliot what do you say is this get your seal uh yeah we're gonna talk about replayability at all oh yeah we should (laughs) Uh, who's running this thing i don't know i'm just trying to be helpful replayability yeah let's talk about replayability um for the most part you know once you get through the game you beat it elliot is there any i drive to replay it afterward after you've beaten it like i said i struggled to beat the final boss um and so i found a zone that i felt like i was you could kill a large amount of um, beings and gather their souls. If for every soul you collect, you can turn that soul in for more gold. Um, so there was like one zone. I think it was the cave zone. You could run through the cave zone really fast and collect a lot of souls that way. So um, I could not beat the final boss for a while. So I did that like a handful of times to upgrade my uh, armor because I thought that was what was holding me back. Um, so I did that for like ten minutes. Um, and that was the only replaying of zones that I did. Other than once I beat it, I tried to do it um, with the touch controls just to see if I could do it. And I didn't like it after the first level, so I stopped that. So to me, there was not much replayability here. Um, because at the end of the game, there's like a little like dialogue, and that's it. And you're just like still playing the game. There's nothing else to add or anything. So it's, the ending is kind of weird where I thought there was, like, something else because it just kind of, like, continued, but there so was nothing. how many yeah. hours did it take you to finish the game, Elliot? Um, I probably, like I said, I did it in four sit-down sessions where I would play a little bit before I would go to bed each night. Um, I did not time myself. I wish I would have. Um, but it took me four nights, four evenings. Can like, you guesstimate? Oh, man. Out. Four, Jeez. four hours? Um, Five, no, six. I probably didn't play an hour a night. I probably pay, played between a half hour to 45 minutes a night, probably. So probably two and a half to three hours. Yeah, but replaying it, I bet I could, even if I started a whole new file, I bet I could zoom through that really quick. Because now I well, understand we're how talking about all that your stuff. First but... play, though. And... Yeah, yeah, but like for replayability, yeah. I would you could zoom through this game again from mm-hmm. start, and okay. it'd be a lot less. But it's definitely got a couple of hours yeah. in so it. So it's like a dollar sure. an hour. Yeah, probably dollar okay. an hour. Yeah, and I had discussed with Elliot. I was like, you know, now that you've beaten it, since there's not a whole lot of stuff online about this game, you could Next speed run this game and be the f- yeah, you could be the first person to speed run this game and hold the record on it. Probably. And I mean, that would be the only draw, really, to replay the game. Um, or whenever he does some updates on the game, I know he's going to add some other stuff. And I even mentioned to him, you know, it would be cool that once you beat the game to add, like, a speedrun mode. That way, you know, like, it only goes through each of the levels instead of and the taking dialogue back to the gone. hub each time. Ugh, that dialogue. Yeah, take, take out the dialogue. Ugh, just take out take the dialogue, out the dialogue anyway. Dialogue automatic upgrades at the end of each level and then just you know straight to each level instead of having it go through yeah and hitting the hub and then maybe put a timer in there as well and then you could have like straight speed run of the game and get you know people involved in the speed run aspect of it yeah because it's kind of interesting when you look up this game you only you see a bunch of like hype articles for the release of the game but you don't see like 
hardly any reviews for the game. It's kind of interesting in that sense. This is truly an under-the-radar game, then. It really is, in a sense, I think. Well, we're bringing it to light, then. Hopefully we have enough people to listen to the show and be like, hey, maybe I'll try it out. It's only three bucks. Judgment. All right, Elliot, does this get your seal? I uh, struggled with this line of thought all week because um, I didn't dislike the game, but I also found it incredibly frustrating at times where you needed to have pinpoint accuracy for the silliest things. Um, but like once you did it once or twice, you, like, you could do it every single time without a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I also felt like the character kind of slid on ice a little bit. Um, like his accuracy wasn't like the best. Um but I'm going to give it my seal. I think for $3, it's worth the time. It wasn't the worst game I've paid, pay, I would have paid to play, but it, it feels like filler. You know, it's, it's a decent phone game because the levels aren't very long, so you can finish a level pretty quickly. So I give, I'm giving it my seal, but it's just a barely. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't finish a level, you start back at that level, and yeah. you can go back to that level too because of the way the travel system works which we yeah even it, talk about it's that. very mobile friendly which is a good thing i think yes how about you jeff uh for me i'm gonna kind of go on the no side just because there's a lot like everything is done in a competent fashion like the platforming works and the controls work and the the graphics are fine the music is fine but there's nothing that makes the game feel unique or draws me back in in any yeah, way I then it's completely agree it's it's just a platformer and i get that one guy made it and that's interesting and the fact that he'll probably be listening to this makes me self-conscious but i really think that uh you know i don't know how many games he's made before but if this is the first game he made it's really impressive um and I think this you is showed the second one he's got on mobile, I believe. Yeah, he has another one getting ready to come out soon too. Yeah, and I saw the so, yeah, he'll have three total. The one you saw the you commented on something on his yeah. Twitter, and I, I saw that and it looked appealing. Um, so I'll be interested to see what he does next. Uh, and I think if this is like a first effort, it's a really great effort um, of just getting the basics correct, um, but outside of that it's just kind of it's fair yeah okay. i think that's very solid so i enjoyed the gameplay for mobile the touch screen was actually pretty decent to play the fact that i got to the final boss not using a controller speaks to the game's ability to be played on touch screen and not having to worry about having that controller um so it's gonna get my seal but I, I believe that there's still quite a bit of work that could be done in this game to just polish it up some. Uh, and in fact, I, I wanted to say, you know, is there if there was any suggestions that you guys had since the developer will probably listen to this episode. Well, you know, we could put that input in would there. Be, and maybe... This is done and dusted. I mean, I know he wants to get it on consoles. I'd say this is it's done. Let's get the next game. You know what I mean? Like when I put out an episode of a, a podcast or something. I'm like, well, that's done. I'm not going to go back and keep tweaking and cleaning and tweaking and cleaning. I'm going to try to make the next episode better. And from what I've seen on his Twitter, that's kind of where he is. His next game looks like it's going to be better. And he he's cut his teeth on this. And I look forward to seeing what comes next. But I mean, I'm not a gameplay developer. And 
And who am I to say, hey? Okay. Elliot, do you have any suggestions? My suggestion would be uh, either focus on the story or just leave it. Like I said, I thought the dialogue really took out of the gameplay for me. Um, The story was really kind of pretty basic, and you could really kind of see what was coming. The cutscenes were just unneeded. So that was my biggest gripe with the game, was either focus more on being a story-based game or not. All right, so uh, next week we will be playing Pokemon Quest. Um, that's available on Switch as well as, uh, we believe, Android. Is that what yes. we said? It might be on iOS as well. I did not check. Okay, so it's potentially on all mobile, and it's also on Switch. Um, I think we'll probably be playing it mostly on Switch. I was going to try the mobile version just to compare and contrast on both of those and see what the difference is since we didn't do that on one of the last games that we did, like... Uh, what was it? Asphalt 9, since it was on both, I really probably should have compared and contrasted instead of doing it as an afterthought in the, on the website. Are you uh, going to give away some uh, some oh, codes yes. to Thank Man. you for reminding me. So, uh, the developer of this game did give us uh, two extra codes, one for iOS and one for Android. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be setting up a um, giveaway and it will be on our Twitter as well as our Facebook page. I will try and get a link up on our Instagram as well. And I'm trying to think of how I should do this. Should we have like a secret code that they have to enter in? Yes. To be able to... Tweet us the word lemon. Nope. Hashtag butt biscuits. Oh God! If you use hashtag butt biscuits, we will search it on the Twitter and the Instagram, and it, that'll be your entry. And the Facebook. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hashtag one butt word. Biscuits. Um, we will pull winners on. Oh, actually, do hashtag butt biscuits and then put the uh, platform that you have, iOS or Good Android, call. after that. And so we will. I look forward to your loved ones on... and friends looking at your feed and seeing hashtag butt biscuits iOS just out of <laughs> just randomly. I will, we will pull the uh winner on the 24th. So you've got two weeks to be able to enter in for the contest. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, we ask that you would leave us a five star review. And of course, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode uh if you do want to enter that contest for the game you need to go to our social media uh specifically twitter at budget arcade instagram at budget arcade also we have a facebook page facebook.com slash budget arcade as well as our website www.budgetarcade.com you can join our discord from our website as well as our twitter um, you can send any hate mail to show at budgetarcade.com. Music is provided by Stimmage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. Game on.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.